KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hey everybody, guess what day it is? It is Wednesday again, and as far as I'm concerned, it's another pretty happy Wednesday. I hope that it is for you too. And if it's not, I hope it gets better. Coming to you today from the Radio St. George studios, like always, we are live on the radio here in southern Utah. So if you happen to be driving through on I-15 on 100.3, you might catch something extraordinary. Then also, if you are interested, you can check us out once in a while. Sometimes I start the Facebook Live video, and you can actually watch the vidcast of me talking. Otherwise, if you don't catch it live, you can check it on the Radio St. George Facebook page, or just look on any podcast format, and you can find the audio after we drop it. Yada, yada, moving on. Another thing I got to say at the beginning of the show is I am not here to try to tell you what to think. I'm here to try to get you to think for yourself. And I think that that's how we save the world, actually. But I can't do it for you, and nobody else can. And the only person who should do it is you, because the only person who can truly prove yourself right or wrong is you, and the best way to do that is in the quiet of your own head. So whatever I say today, I hope you Take it like brain candy and roll it around in your head and take what you want from it and leave the rest because all I'm doing is sharing with you guys some things that I think have figured out that I figured out and that seem to fit with all the other things that I've figured out and seem to make sense. So today I'm a little bit disappointed because I did have a friend and guest that was planning on being with on the show with me, comedian Simon Kaufman, but Mr. Kaufman had, we had some type of sound issue. So, you know, sometimes those things work exactly like they're supposed to because everything else is working, but we're going to try to have Simon back, not try because do or do not. We're going to have Simon back on in two weeks. So come back two weeks from today to check out Simon Kaufman Um, And I'm super excited to hear his comedic take on the whole spirituality side of life. Now, what that means for me is that I did not prepare notes for a show because I was expecting to chit-chat with Simon. So today, we're just going to do some chit-chatting about some of the things that I normally chit-chat in my head about anyway. One thing I really enjoy doing is talking to myself inside my head. And I always joke that that's where I get my best advice, but the truth is, that is where I get my best advice. Because the best information that you can get is, the highest, truest, I believe, is what comes from your higher self and what comes from inside of yourself. And there's a lot of information in books, there's a lot of information a lot of information out there, but ultimately it is up to you what you see as true and what truth applies to you. Your life exists 
as you see it. You are the perceiver and creator of your reality. And as such, no one can decide what is true for you other than you. Here's a quote. The best way to obtain truth and wisdom is not to ask from books, but to go to God in prayer and obtain divine teaching. I'm going to read it again because I think things that are really worth saying are worth saying twice. The best way to obtain truth and wisdom is not to ask from books, but to go to God in prayer and obtain divine teaching. And that quote is from a man named Joseph Smith. And I believe that to be true. I also, but here's the thing. I don't think that that quote itself is entirely true or it doesn't have the complete truth because that says that the only way to go is to go to God in prayer. And I believe that that kind of narrows down our options, that we actually have a lot more options than that. And again, let me clarify. This, say, this says... The best way to obtain truth and wisdom is not to ask from books, but to go to God in prayer and obtain divine teaching. I mostly agree with this quote. And let me teach you something on the side, guys, about when you mostly agree with something. Because I talk to you all the time, and, and this isn't even an aside. This goes along with what we're talking about. This is how to know when something's true or not. I talk to you all the time about intuition. I talk to you all the time about listening to that voice in your gut. And... <clears throat> And that's what this quote is talking about is seeking guidance and inspiration and knowledge from higher sources because your higher self and that speaks to you through your gut truth teller is also part of God. And it's kind of like on the way up to God from you, except remember that you're never, ever separate from God. So you always have access to God's knowledge and information, and you always have access to the knowledge and information of your higher self and your guides if you are willing to seek it. And why I don't agree with this quote completely is because I believe that there's so many more ways to seek knowledge than merely going to God in prayer. I believe that there are millions of ways and more ways than that to find knowledge. And to say that to go to God in prayer is the best one, I think doesn't give credit to all of the other ways that there are to find and seek knowledge. And I love knowledge. And the more I find is that I love not only knowing things, but I love knowing true things because truth has a power all of its own. Truth has a magic that is so strong that squibs and muggles can use it. If you understand the power of truth, you would know it's far, far more powerful than you realize. Just like if you understood the power of your own mind, you would know it's far, far more powerful than you realize. But so if you're trying to figure out if a thing is true, you can listen to that inner truth teller. Truth speaks inside of you. And magnets recognize each other, right? So you are a being of truth. It's part of who you are because you are a being of God and God is truth. Therefore, you're a being of truth. Magnets, when they get close to each other, they want to pull together. They sense each other. Or maybe they want to push apart because they sense each other. But magnets don't have to even touch in order to sense each other's vibration and be drawn to it or, vo- or away from it. Your truth in, that lives inside of you is a truth magnet. It draws other truth to it, 
And when things come to you that are not true, it pushes it away like a magnet. And you can feel the way that that resonates inside you. And that's why when I say a true statement like God is love, you can feel that inside your gut. You can feel that inside your truth teller. And you can feel the truth of that. And maybe you don't even believe in God, but maybe you don't have to believe that God is God. Maybe you just have to believe that what love is, is what God is. Or whatever, how, however that is true for you. And here's a really interesting thing, and here's part of the magic of truth, is that your truth teller knows when something is true before your brain does. And your truth teller knows when something is true even when your brain is telling you that it's not. And you're going to have a thing called confusion when that happens. When your brain is telling you one thing and your truth teller is telling you another thing, that causes confusion. And when you have that kind of confusion, that is a really great clue for you that there's something there that you should look deeper into. Because what that means is that something is true and you don't know what it is. And how exciting is that? That there is a truth out there that your truth center is telling you about and you haven't figured out what it is yet. And that's really exciting. But that means that it's up to you to spend some time thinking, pondering, and studying on that thing to figure out what it is that your truth teller is telling you that's right, that your brain hasn't figured out or caught up or agreed with yet. Your truth teller's never, ever wrong, but you can be confused about it if your brain is telling you something different from what your heart is telling you. Here's another way that your truth teller gets confused, except I don't call this confusion. I call this curiosity. And I say often, if I say something to you guys that rings a bell of truth inside of you, don't believe it because I said it. Believe it because that ring of truth told you it's true. And if something that I say to you rings a bell of curiosity inside of you, follow that, study that, learn more about that. How do you know what that feels like? Curiosity is when you want to learn more about something, right? And what that feels like from your truth teller is if somebody says something that feels true to you, it resonates, you feel that lighting up inside that you are learning to recognize as your higher self speaking to you and your intuition acknowledging things or what you might call the Holy Ghost giving you answers. You're learning to feel what that feels like for you. And I could tell you the thousands of ways that I recognize it and it's still going to be different from the thousands of ways that you recognize it. What's important is to find the patterns and see Notice that when you hear things that are true, you feel that true feeling inside you. You feel that resonating, re- resonance. But sometimes you'll hear a thing, a statement that has truth in it and yet doesn't ring completely true. So something about it rings true, but something about it doesn't ring true. And that can be confusing, but what I really like to call that is curiosity. Because what that's telling you is much like the confusion, but this one is inside your heart. The, conf- the confusion I mentioned is when your brain's telling you one thing and your truth teller heart is telling you another thing. Curiosity is when your heart is telling you two things. 
when you say one statement and your heart gives you a mixed reaction about it. And up until now, if you didn't understand that, that could be really confusing. Let me help you understand. If you say a statement and your truth teller gives you a mixed reaction about it, that means that something about that is true for you and something about that isn't quite true. Doesn't even necessarily mean that it's wrong, but it means that there's more truth to be told. And just like this quote from Joseph Smith, the best way to obtain truth and wisdom is not to ask from books, but to go to God in prayer and and obtain divine teaching. That rings partially true to me. That rings as a curiosity to me. But it's only a curiosity until you study it more and figure it out. When I first read this, it was a curiosity to me because part of it felt true and part of it didn't. And so my truth teller was giving me mixed messages and that's confusing. But like I said, I believe that saying that the best way is this way really narrows down our options. And I think that that's one way that we as humans learn to think for ourselves again is by looking at more options and considering more options. So I believe that you can find truth from going to God in prayer, but I don't believe that that's the only way, and I don't believe that that's even necessarily the best way. Maybe it's the best way yesterday or this morning, but not later today. And so that statement rings of some truth to me, but it doesn't ring of total truth to me. Pay attention to those things when you are learning to follow your intuition. First, when you're learning just to recognize it, And then once you recognize signals, but you're not sure what those signals mean, pay attention to curiosities and pay attention to confusion. Because it is true. Well, there's a lot of things that are true. And like I said earlier, I believe truth has its own power. Truth is cannot be argued with, it cannot be battled with, it cannot be defeated. Something that is true, that is true at its core. There's a word I would use if I wasn't on the radio. Uh, I'll say, a thing is unfwithable. You can't mess with it. It stand on its own. That's why we talk about the pillar of truth and the shield of truth. One thing that we don't talk about as much as I think we should, is the power of truth. Truth cannot be defeated. You can try, but truth is always going to win in the end. And you know that that's true because the truth teller inside you tells you that it's true. Truth has power and strength. I said a few minutes ago, Truth is so powerful, truth is so magical, that muggles and squibs can access the power of truth. And that's something, man. And if, if you don't believe me, find a true statement. Find a true statement that is true for you. This is your challenge. This is your homework this week. Find a true statement that is true objectively, not subjectively. Subjectively, it's a true statement to look up and say the sky is blue. Yes. But somebody else could see it differently and at a different time of day or if the clouds roll in, that can change. True truth is true in every situation and is true in every condition. 
one thing that I've considered is truth covers time and space and distance and culture. Things that are truly true, God's truths, are true in every part of the universe, in every part of our universe at least. And God's laws can't be broken. And so I looked back at every history culture on earth that I could think of across time, across space, across the entire earth, and across every culture that we know of or can imagine. And I found a really interesting thing that all of these cultures practiced in one form or another the study of the stars, that is astrology. And astrology is a custom that many people practice today and many people also criticize it and look down on it today. But looking back across all of the cultures that we know of in the world, all of them that we know of practiced astrology. And that tells me that what is in astrology rang enough truth to enough people that it was practiced across the world and across culture and across time and across distance. And maybe there's something to it. Maybe not, because just because something's right for somebody else doesn't mean it's right for you. But maybe it is. In fact, if you consider that the study of the stars, astrology, has been practiced across the planet of Earth through time, distance, culture, and space more than the practice of marital monogamy. So we live in a world where we are encouraged to be married to another person, to only one other person, and usually to a person of the opposite sex. And if, if as long as you're doing that, you're pretty okay. Probably nobody's going to criticize you for that. But if you step outside of that norm, people will stand up to criticize you. Not everybody, because a lot of people will support you and a lot of people are right on board. But when you step outside of the norm, people will criticize you. And isn't it interesting that if people today step outside of the norm of heterosexual monogamous marriage, they get criticized, even though that's something that has been practiced throughout the world less than the study of the stars. So if you want to look around you and go, well, yeah, everybody thinks tarot cards and, and astrology is stupid. Well, not everybody, because millions and billions of people throughout all of the history of the world have practiced it. Just because you didn't hear about it till now and somebody else told you it's stupid doesn't mean it is. But I also can't tell you it's right for you because only you can figure that out. But one thing that you can do is when you hear about something like astrology, pay attention and see if there's truth in it for you. Because maybe when you hear something about that, you'll get a ring of truth inside of yourself, but something about it also won't feel completely true. And that's a curiosity. And if that's the case, pay attention to that. Follow that. But back to your homework for this week. Find a true statement. A true statement. Um, one I believe is true is God is love. And here's the beauty of a true statement is if you throw in an if-then contingency, if this happens, then this is true. Now you have a wobble. Now you have something else you have to depend on. Truth stand on it, stands on its own. I believe you can say God is love. I believe you can say love is God. In fact, I believe that the words love, God, truth, freedom are all interchangeable. 
And so I know that it's true to say God is love because I can change any of those words out and it's still true. God is love, God is truth, God is freedom. In fact, I can mix those words around. Freedom is God, freedom is truth, freedom is love. Truth is God, truth is freedom, truth is love. I can mix those words up in any order. And to me, every when I say any of those statements, I feel a ring of truth inside me. The resonance of that. And so to me, those are incredibly powerful true statements. Here's your challenge. Find a statement that's true to you. I recommend that it be less than one sentence. Because the simpler a truth is, the less trimming it has, the less extraneous stuff, because you don't need all the extra stuff. And the simpler it is and the truer at its core, the stronger that truth is. Anytime you put any extra thing in that somebody can argue with, the truth is no longer standing on its own two feet. If, it, if it's only simply and solely true, it's unethwithable. And it doesn't need to be defended because it can defend itself. And there's something really powerful in that. So I encourage you this week to find a true statement. Make it up if you need to. But you can make up a true statement even if nobody else said it before. You can say a true statement that's true even if nobody else said it before you said it. And isn't that cool? Think a new thought. Say a new thing. Find an old truth and say it in a new way. And I encourage you this week also to turn on your reticular activating system to truth. Look for the truth around you. Notice that there's a difference between telling truth and speaking truth. In fact, I'm going to say that again, and I want you to feel your truth tellers when I say it because I think you might feel some resonance on this. Sorry, guys, my mind went off on a whole little rabbit hole right there. Find the simplest truth that's true for you. Turn on your reticular activating system to look for the truth around you. That's what it was. There's a difference between telling truth and speaking truth. Feel how it feels in your tummy when I say that. There is a difference between speaking truth and telling truth. And maybe you don't know exactly what that difference is, but I think that there's a good chance that something inside you told you that that statement is mostly true, even if you don't understand exactly why. And that's a really beautiful thing, is truth does speak to you, and it does tell you that it's true, even if you don't know exactly why. But that gives you the opportunity to follow that curiosity. To be confused only momentarily and then to follow the confusion until you find your truth and you find the knowledge that's higher and truer for you. And no one can tell you what that is but you. Remember Shel Silverstein said, there is a voice inside of you that whispers all day long. I know that this is right for me. I know that this is wrong. No preacher, teacher, parent, friend or wise man can decide what's right for you. Just listen to the voice that speaks inside. So I'm not the one making all this up. This is not new information. This is old, old, old information. It's just stuff that 
I found again and wanted to share with you because I found it to be new and interesting and powerful in my life. And I hope that it has similar effects for you, but that is entirely up to you. Because as I say, I'm not here to try to tell you what to think. I'm trying to get you to think for yourself. And another thing that I want to say, because I also think this is important, is I don't believe I'm better than anyone else, but I sure know nobody's better than me. And that is a statement I have found to be true. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. And back in two weeks with Simon Kaufman. And next week with... You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Love you. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show. Enjoy evening jazz weeknights from 